Welcome to The Unscrewed Mind, episode 8, which is really episode 7.5. We did meditation last week and we had so much good content that we decided to make it a two-parter. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So when I would think of meditation, I'm thinking that that's not me previously. Mm -hmm. Sure. And... And I, what I found about all of the things that we have changed in our life is I would always think that something wasn't me that I didn't know or didn't understand. Right. And I Cause it's easier to it's easier to say that I'm not into that than it is to actually open yourself up and try and learn something about it and see if it's actually for you. It's much easier to just be like, I don't have time for that. And I'm not sure it would work anyway, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, you tell people that you meditate and some are like, you know, just don't, they won't ask another word about it or you can just tell that they're a little <laughs> bit, uh, like, Conversation okay, you know? is over. and so I, a guy that I work with, I was telling him about it and he was like, well, I, I meditate every day. He's like, but when I meditate, I'll just go for a walk outside. Mm-hmm. You know, people do these things that help their, I mean, it puts your, your mind in a better state of being, period. And I think that you actually looked at some research on that, Matt. What was the thing that you were mentioning to me about uh, your, you know, they looked at it um, in an MRI machine or something? What, what were you telling me about? Yeah, I mean, the... There was like a really long write-up about it. There's a lot of scientific jargon that I don't necessarily understand. But essentially, you take a person's brainwave activity and you look at it in MRI, it's going to uh, look one way, right? And then when you, uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's a lot of frantic activity, then you look at the MRI when they're meditating, it's very calm and there's specific centers that light up. And so when you, even when you stop meditating, especially after a, an extended period of time doing it, like over, over days and months, that feeling or that brain activity lingers or extends past the meditation time. Um, from what I read, the med- meditation has a very specific effect on the amygdala, which is the part of your brain that is responsible for how you experience emotions. And so it makes sense that when you meditate and you're massaging the amygdala and you are putting yourself in a more stable emotional state that as you exit meditation, you go about your day, you're going to be on a much more even keel and much better at dealing with the things that life throws at you um, and being able to you know, roll with the punches, as we say, or be present and just allow the day to happen instead of uh, fighting it or resisting it, which is what we know is when you're going to get in a lot of trouble. And then, you know, just... Another thing that meditation does, which which we all need to think about, is it is responsible for, I mean, it releases some dopamine, and that dopamine uh, instantly affects your ability to concentrate and your ability to um, focus on tasks at hand. I know that I feel so much better when uh, when I'm meditating and afterwards, I feel like I'm able to focus and then I'm able to concentrate on, on what I'm doing. And so you know, I've, I've definitely noticed that effect. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, there's some other physical things that it does. You know, it's shown an ability to lower blood, pre- blood pressure, uh, shown an ability to reduce anxiety, which I know it does for me, uh, decrease pain, 
uh, help with depression and then uh, improve sleep. Uh, but I can't meditate right before I sleep because it actually, I, I feel like I'm more energized and I want to do something else uh, besides sleep when I'm done. Yeah. That's, that's one thing too, is if I, if I meditate right before bed, it's like a intense energy that keeps me up for hours. And I, I still do it sometimes. Cause I, I, I don't, it's, it's a bad idea. I don't know why I do it, but you know, I just, I, f- I feel like after a long day that maybe I just, I want that connection sometimes. So I do it at the, the wrong time sometimes, but every day I would say I've probably only missed in the last, um, hundred days, I've probably only missed like three or four days out of that because it's just something that's become a routine in my life. Just like drinking coffee. Um, it's just something that I think gets you outside of yourself and lets you start seeing that the thoughts that you're having are not necessarily you, but they're part of your paradigm. So you can start identifying the thoughts when you're when you're in this med that's the thing that i think that it helps the most with is the identification of thoughts because when you're in the meditative state you'll start seeing these thoughts fire and you're sitting there going i'm trying to not have thoughts so what is going on you know mm-hmm. like if you're mm-hmm. trying to stop thoughts and thoughts keep firing then that means that you're an observer of thoughts and not the thought itself And that's like a little bit difficult to wrap your mind around in the beginning because you're going to be able to start noticing thoughts that are things that you're being triggered to do or reactions that you're being triggered to have that are not what you actually would like to do Mm -hmm. because it's a program. You're reacting to the program. I mean, have you seen that with yourself personally, Matt? Do you do you start noticing that you may be becoming upset? Are you talking about in regards to meditation? Or are you talking about just like overall? Well, I, I mean, before meditating, I couldn't see my thoughts the same way. Oh, yeah, for sure. So like before for me, before meditating, I was a monster. Yeah. I was a like a wild animal, you know, <laughs> and it like it was almost like I was in a cage and I was being, and you know, my, my family could probably attest to this. Like I was like I, during the work time, I'm in a cage all day and I'm just being poked and prodded and beat up not only by my own, my own in, inside thoughts, but also all the stimulus around me that's coming at me at the end of the work day, when the cage opens, I'm just, I'm this crazed uh, idiot. that's just released on my family, you know? And I've, I'm acting out and I'm I'm just being ornery and mean for no reason to these people that absolutely don't deserve it. And it's all um this pent up response and this aggression that that just comes from everyday life. Like up until 9 months ago, that was that was my experience at all times. Now that I'm a I'm aware that um uh, there's there's more to life than just the simple uh day-to-day routine that you know, I'm energy and I'm a part of a kind of a larger being, the, you know, I can see these uh, positive thoughts and these negative thoughts as, as what they are. And I'm able to be, react to them better. And also too, I'm able to take a step back and take some deep breaths and sort of have a mini meditation and, and 
you know, just come to grips with everything that's happened so far and move past it, put it behind me, um, you know, categorize it and move on without it affecting uh, everything else. And I, it's uh, probably um, saved some relationships um, as far as I'm concerned. And I think it, it's made me a, a kind of a better husband, better father, uh, better employee, better friend, just because um, I'm able to compartmentalize and deal with things in a much better way than I was able to before. And it's all because you told me I should try Wim Hof nine months ago, just kind of out of nowhere. And I decided to do it one day. And so, you know, it, my life has changed for the better because of it. And um, I can definitely feel it and see like the emotional train come in. I can stop it before it gets to the station, if that makes sense. And, and you were ignoring the thoughts too. Um, and I, I mean, I agree everything that you just said, identical feelings on it, relationships better, all, all of that. The thing that is unfortunate is sometimes still I'm not able to control it. I'm not perfect. Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, there's still, there's still some days where I explode over nothing. Um, there's some days when I get like, uh, aggressive or agitated and, um, like it, it takes control almost like an outburst, you know, like it's like an internal scream, you know? And, uh, but those, that would have been the norm and yeah. a moment of peace would have been the outburst. Whereas now it's overwhelming peace and the, the freak out or the blowout is, is, uh, you know, the, the non-norm and just life is life is so much better because of it. It just is. Yeah. And it, you know, you can look back and, and be sad and say, I wish I would have known. But, you know, I'm just so thankful that we know this uh, now. And, mm -hmm. you know, looking back, everything was way better than the way that we were responding to it. And, you know, just having having and not having is just so eye opening because you are under a like I mean we I keep saying program but it's crazy just how much we just do the exact same things every single day and we do things that don't serve us and you can shift and start doing things that do serve you. But I, I know there was a couple of more things that I wanted to bring up um about during meditation that um Actually, my wife, Lindsay, she has, and, and this is something that me and Matt talked about as well, the, the universe, the source, the energy that is, is a feminine energy. And, you know, if you want something, you can't just, I mean, you can blatantly ask for it, but coercing or, uh, you know, getting the universe to agree upon it is really the way that you want to go about it. And so it's kind of like the way that husband and wife or boyfriend, girlfriend are, is you want to be, you're courting the universe as a way to think about it. And so women naturally have a easier connection with meditation you know, I don't know if this is a hundred percent all the of the time, but I know that Matt's wife and mine both have. I mean, they're just 
easy it's been easier for them to transition into this than us as far as from a meditation standpoint Lindsay has seen uh numbers uh like f- flat different kinds of flashes of light different colors she's been um she's seen images of different things way deeper experiences than what i've had uh up until this point um so and i think that um carries the same way right matt oh oh yeah yeah she's had some some amazing experiences she's able to uh like just kind of mind body experiences that that i haven't come across yet um you know maybe maybe one day we'll have them on the podcast so that they can share i i can't remember because i have a terrible memory and i you know my wife will tell you that i'm not a good listener so i don't remember Self, exactly what her ex- I don't exactly remember what her experiences were, but they're amazing. Take my word for it. And, uh, you know, she's, she's just, um, she just told so you smart. all of them this morning, right? So creative. It was literally, yeah, six hours ago we talked about it. So I'm a complete idiot, but she, she did say, so this is, this is kind of a rough remembrance of what she told me. She said that last night when she was cooking dinner, She's she's all about like being present. She listens to Sad Guru and and uh, Eckhart and and those folks, and it's all about like knowing that you're not your body, you're not your thoughts, but you're the consciousness that's driving the body, right? Almost like you're inside a suit, and you're you're just experiencing the universe, like you're you're watching a TV show. And um, she was able to um, almost separate herself from her thoughts. And what she was doing physically while she, while she was cooking dinner. And she could, she was like, she felt like she was the energy that was moving the hand and not the hand, if that makes sense. And so she's, she's able to do that while standing up mm-hmm. and cooking dinner, you know, and I'm, I can't do that when I've been sitting still for 30 minutes, listening to the same megahertz over and over again and telling myself to shut up so I could please meditate, you know? Uh, I would say that she is way further along the spiritual path than I am. And uh, that's to be expected because she's always been a little bit more in tune with that sort of stuff uh, than I have. But um, yeah, she's, she's a wizard and um, you know, she's teaching me a lot of stuff for sure. Yeah. That's, that's pretty wild for sure. Uh, The reason to meditate to me is to get to know yourself better to calm your mind and just become one with your world. And you already are those things. You just have to move towards them through meditation. And I think it's the, I think the reason why meditation is so popular is because it's the easiest way to accomplish those things. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's, um, that's very well said. I do it. I like to do it before I, uh, attempt or embark on anything creative. And I like to do it, uh, when I, uh, first thing in the morning, obviously if, if I can, but if not, I like to do it, uh, in the middle of my day when, right when I start to feel myself getting to the point where things are coming at me just a little bit too fast. Like my, my phone is going off and emails are coming in and the, uh, you know, the text messages are ringing and the notifications are popping up. We live in this world where, Everything is fighting for our attention. And the last thing that we give any attention is us, you know, and I think the me- meditation is the one is the one time it's for me 
that I can uh, process what's happened to me so far, think about what I want to do with the rest of my day. Um, that's where my inspiration comes from. And I think ultimately it's where the peace that I take with me throughout the day comes from. And I, I mean, I, I couldn't, I couldn't make it without it. And um, I, I really think that if anyone's listening to this podcast and they haven't done it so far, that uh, you should do it today. Give it a shot. I think, I think you'll love yeah. it. Become a part of the Unscrewed Mind by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Unscrewed Mind. Also, feel free to email Rusty and I. Our address is unscrewedmind at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought of the show, pitch a subject for a future show, or just say hi. And until next time, stay grateful.